Oh boy, my positive power ladies. All I can say is happy Monday and in the suburbs of Philadelphia, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Just when I thought we were out of the woods, it's okay. I love the snow. But just like many of you, I do not like the ice and rain. So let's just hope for big flurries. What about you? I just got off the phone with a friend of mine in California. He said it's 80 degrees and was just trying to get the bees out of the way. He doesn't kill them, but he wants them out of the house. Ah, it's all right. I love it all. I especially love Mondays because I get to chat about the most awesome women with you. Mm. So many amazing women. Every week I am shocked about the stories I hear and the inspiration they bring. Ah, Their journeys are just incredible. We all have an amazing story, don't we? We all have a story to tell and we can inspire so many when we're, we're so truly honest with ourselves and others. Ah, we just spread the word authentically and that's what I love doing. My next guest, Olga. I even forget how we met. Somebody recommended us online, but she's such a hoot. And she definitely empowers women, for sure. Her programs, her podcast, ah, she's just incredible. We, we were chatting and I don't know if I had to cut so much of it because I was laughing and smiling and then crying. You're gonna love this one, you truly are. Have fun with it. Remember, your voice is very powerful. Be compassionate, but have courage and confidence in who you are. And be seen and be heard and go bold. And spread the word. I know you're going to love this podcast. Share it with others. Rate us. Like us. It really does make a huge difference. It helps boost you know, our ratings with the podcast people, which is awesome to support everything we do about highlighting the positive, powerful people in the world and check us out in Patreon. Until next time. Welcome to Positive Power Lady. Listen in as your host, Sandy Joy Weston, takes on the hottest topics explores how to deal with them in a positive, bold way, and chats with some amazing power ladies out in the world. Take a deep breath in, my positive bit power ladies. Chill, sit back, sip your tea, your wine, your coffee. I'm excited to bring this week's guest on. We did, hey, I got something to say, but the internet was like freezing up and she had so many pearls of wisdom that I asked Olga Zakal to come back on and get it with the positive power ladies because she's definitely a positive power lady. But before I bring you on, let me just tell you a little bit about Olga. Olga is a life coach for female entrepreneurs over 40. She teaches women over 40 how to connect their life experience and heart's desire first in order to create a fun, we like this word, prosperous biz. In six months, woohoo! Using her simplified and effective six pillar marketing plan. 
Welcome, Olga. I'm so glad we got to do this again. Thank you, Sandy. Uh, you are my dear friend, and we met online, and we keep in touch. And I was watching you going online and influencing women. And I'm honored that you interviewed me, and then it didn't work out. And now you're like, hey, let's do plan B. I really believe that <laughs> we all need to have a plan B. And here we are. <laughs> you have to have a plan B, Olga. You know, and you know what? Sometimes the unexpected turns out to be even more incredible than you can imagine. But before we get into all that you're doing for women, which I'm so happy you're doing it, you're perfect for it. If I was going to ask you one word to describe your past 30 days, what would that word be? My last 30 days. Mm -hmm. Just one word, good, bad, or ugly. One word that comes to the top of your head. You don't even have to overthink it. You're going to say, this is the word that yes. best describes my past 30 days. Lessons. Lessons. The, yeah, there were so many lessons. I had to interrupt my um, you know, regular activities and just write it down in my diary. Writing down lesson after lesson. I want just to hear, can you tell I us a am, few? Well, yes, of course. Um, number one, what we can do for ourselves, whatever you want. You want to change your life situation. You want to change your relationship. You want to get a promotion, anything, anything in your life. Number one, I'm giving you right away. You don't have to wait till the very end of this podcast. <laughs> into yeah. your self-awareness, yeah. Sandy, self-awareness. And when you are tuned then you will get so many insights. Lesson after lesson will just bombard you, will come to your heart, insight after mm. insight, the answers. All those answers you were wondering for years, why, like, why did it happen to me? And why did I attract those people? It's just like, oh, lesson number one, because of this, lesson number two. And this is it. Number one, if you want to change anything in your life right now, start with self-awareness. Ask yourself, what, where am I? Just, um, I have a, a timer on my phone every hour. It wakes me up, wakes me up from, you know, going on autopilot. Really? And I look around. Yes. So, yes, oh. Cindy. It's, it's powerful. Wow. Every hour you, we need to be awakened and you look around, where am I? I'm in my bedroom. I'm in my office. Mm. I am driving. What do I feel? What do I feel right now? Where am I? Am I somewhere yeah. I really, really like it or I was, I'm doing this for somebody else? Self-awareness. Yeah. yeah. And honesty. Yeah. It can be brutal, but honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to really answer those questions according to your heart. You know, that's, that's a great idea to have an alarm. I don't do that. My son, I don't know. I know you have four kids and I want to get into that. But my son says, mom, because I used to have a rubber band and I would just like pull it and that remind me, you know, okay, switch it over to the other hand and every hour say your mantra or, you know, refocus on what your power statement is. He goes, I can just come down and smack you upside the head. I go, oh, great. <laughs> That'll get me in tune. But I, you know, he was just joking around. He goes, I don't understand why you have to do it every hour. I go, because no matter how much I think I'm in the present moment, we all can drift off. You know, we all can drift off. So when your alarm goes off, what's the first thing that pops in your head, Olga? Yes, it's, it's, it's powerful. Uh, where am I? Why am I here? 
Okay. Like, you know, because we are、um, acting or behaving or moving forward, or we think、mm-hmm. we are moving forward, but we are on autopilot. And then that's why, look, the truth is, it's, it's the end of 2020. And how many of us, how many millions of humans right now are asking the same question? What did, what did the entire year go? Like, I didn't、yeah. notice 2020. It was brutal, right? And on, right. on so many levels. But still,、yeah. it, it, it flies by so quickly. But this is the only way to slow down our time to be in the now. And how do we do that? By asking, where am I? Do I like it? Mm. What, what do I feel? So、yeah. basically, this is our resolution for 2021, Sandy, is to do less and feel more. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, because so many people I know, Olga, when it first hit the quarantine, everyone did slow down, right? They slowed down. They start, you know, saying, all right, let's time to go introspective, you know, regroup, recreate ourselves. But now, I feel like most of the people I work with or associate with are busier than ever. They somehow figured out how to become busy, even though they're not traveling anywhere. It's crazy.、Uh-huh. It's hard, isn't it? Because you could work 24 7 now that your office is in your home. I mean, some people, it was always there, but I think they're having trouble balancing it out, Olga. Yes, and、um, I think psychologically, we're trying to compensate. We were locked. You know, we were、uh, forced to slow down, right? And、um, we were forced to spend so much time in our homes. And so I think psychologically, we tried to compensate. I just talked to one of my very dear business coaches, my business friends, and she said, you know what? I'm renting an office.、Um, she's in Colorado.、Ooh. It's,、uh, you know, six, seven hundred dollars extra a month. She's like, I'm out of this house. I need to get out to be. And so she's a solopreneur like you and me, like a businesswoman. And she is doing opposite. She rented an office, you know, shared space. And she said, it's perfect. I can focus. I can、uh, dress up in the morning. That nostalgia of getting out of the house, putting heels up and makeup. And then she feels like she can accomplish more. So I was thinking, hmm, isn't it like opposite? But we all wanted, we all wanted to be. Laptop lifestyle, sitting on the beach, laying down my bathroom, and typing this amazing post blogs and then、yeah. making a lot of money. And she's like, No, I'm done with this solopreneur. I need people. <laughs> she said, There's a coffee、um, room and there's a lunch room. I cannot wait till I see other business people. <laughs> she's like, No, solopreneur is a sad thing. I'm out of there, I'm of, of house. So it was so funny. She's doing the opposite. And I, I was like so excited. I was asking myself, How would I feel if I do that? And I, I kind of put it on my to do list for next year, definitely. Well, you know what? I know for me, if, if my friends could afford it, they would definitely do it because not just because they want the social, but they're driving their family nuts because everyone can hear whatever is going on. Most people don't have soundproof walls. The kids are running around, the kids are in school, you know, their husband's on this. It, it, it gets a little too much and you start getting on each other's nerves. So I'm all about that separate <laughs> office. Matter of fact, my son said, Mom, I think you need a studio because it's too much. That,、uh-huh. you know, even with your room away from all of us, we have to be quiet. We can't walk around. We can't, you know, and I get it. I get it. So it's a thing to put on your list, Olga. Now, 
as far as you're concerned though, you have four kids. How old are your four kids? Well, um, you know, I, I feel, so on one hand, um, I have only two children who are still with me. Oh. My two oldest are young adults and one of them is, was, uh, she graduated from college and my first son, he's oh. eight, he has, he has two jobs and he goes to college. So Aww. they're doing, yeah, they're doing very, very well. Um, so I have two children and I have to tell you, on one hand, I got so much empathy for women who I work a lot with, uh, uh, so-called empty nesters. I, I still have two children, but I'm telling you, I feel so empty. Like my, I used to have, you know, six, seven, eight kids at the same time. Um, I always invited friends over. I always made this huge Russian dinners for them. Um, a lot of sleepovers. I always like when my son was 17, I believe, um, bringing his friends over. So we had this crazy sleepovers. Literally, I would wake up in the morning, uh, Sandy, on Sunday morning for a walk and I would count cars. One, two, three. Oh, I have four boys, teenagers oh, in my house because yeah. they had their little teenager wing. And I did it on purpose because um, I want them to stay and being kind of supervised on my territory versus for them to go out and just have crazy things happening. So they had loud music, they were laughing, they were watching movies together. And so it's what I did. But anyway, I experienced this emptiness right now. It's so quiet. It's only two children. I was like, oh my gosh. So I, <laughs> I do, with I do. two kids. That's funny. Empty yes, yes. So kids. I feel very empty, right? But at the, same, at the same time, Sandy, now I am creating another source of income. And this is what I wanted to uh, teach women now, 2021. I want every woman to have at least three, four different sources of income. It's, it's one of my newer program. It's what I'm doing mm. right now in my life. And Amen, that gives sister. You, yes, yes, absolutely. Especially with this online thing, everything is online. It's going to be even bigger and deeper. So we need to start it now before, you know, before competition takes over. So we need to be pioneers. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm so glad you're focusing in on that because so many of us women, you know, we love what we do. We're givers. But I always say to people, is it a hobby or is it a business? Because if you're not making money, you know, people think, oh, I don't want to charge for that. Well, then it's a hobby, which is fine. But we just got to call it like it is, right? Well, you're right, Cindy. And this is, I always ask my clients the same question. And I used to say this. I don't say um, because I have issues with this name. But I, I used to say... Okay, are you going to be a Mother Teresa or Bill Gates, right? And now I stop saying Bill Gates because some people have a very strong reaction about this, you know, yeah. vaccination, yeah. other things. But, uh, okay, uh, the founder of Spanx, right? Uh, we like her. She's the first mm -hmm. female uh, billionaire. I think she was on yes. barely 30 years old. So then there's the question. Do you want to be Mother Teresa or do you want to be like uh, her, the, the founder of Spanx? Means that you want to stay in your nonprofit um, area, but still you need to learn how to ask for money. You need to ask um, and learn how to sell. You sell, you sell on your mission, right? You sell Absolutely. your own leadership. So either or, it, either if it's for profit or non-profit, you need to gain business skills, so, social skills, sales skills, period. It's, yep. This is not optional. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you know what? With their money, I used to tell people, doesn't mean you're not going to do charity work, community service, volunteer, you know, give to the causes you believe in, but that's an and, right? You know, you, this is your money, this is your business, and you can still be very charitable and giving with all the money you make, right, Olga? 
Yeah, Cindy, and you know, um, I have to be honest with women, and this is all about honesty and not getting on anybody's case, but I know for sure because I work more than, I don't know, closer to a thousand women by now uh, who are either my clients or used to be my clients, and this is what I want to make a conclusion. It's a cover-up. When you tell me that, oh, I... I, I just want to help people and I, I, I don't feel like charging them. It's a cover up. You have to really be open and find out what it is because I'm telling you, for example, if you like all about helping people, okay, I always ask, so how many people can you possibly help? Five women? Well, maybe 10. Okay. So you can help 10 people for free because you're such a giver. You're such, such a, a saint. Okay, but guess what? If I teach you, if I teach you, seriously, if I teach you how to make thousands of dollars a week, yep. how many thousands of women can you help? And then, Sandy, each time, especially if it's a Zoom, if I see their face, they do have a light. They, their eyes lit up and she goes, really? I said, yeah. So five women only? It's, it's humanly impossible maybe for you to help yes. more than 10 women. But... When I teach you how to make money, you can do the same thing you do, but only now you can help 1,000 women. And women are always like, oh, that feels so good. Teach me. Tell me more. (laughs) (laughs) I love that analogy. I love, Olga, I love that you're doing this. It's perfect. And it's perfect for you. Okay. So let's go back a little bit, though. When did you move to the United States? Let's talk a little bit about your journey. I always, um, I knew in my heart, you know, it's so interesting, Cindy, I have never heard about the law of attraction or how to visualize all that stuff because in Soviet Union, anything spiritual, anything about faith or Christianity or just, I don't know, new age, everything was prohibited. We were supposed to believe, you know, um, material stuff is real. You can see it. Anything you don't see, it's for stupid people, period. It was just like mantra. It's a communism uh, society. It's, It's about working hard, sacrificing yourself. It's about collective mindset. You are nothing as an individual, but we are as a group. We are powerful. And I remember always I disagreed. I strongly disagreed with my in my heart. And I think I... I was able to listen to my intuition from the very beginning. So what I'm saying is I wanted to get out. I was not like anti-communist or anything because I didn't know anything better. But I just knew it's not for me. I I don't know why God wanted me to be born in Soviet Union, but I couldn't wait. And so there there were two options, Sandy. I was skinny, pretty, blonde, and I was like, I can get married, but... Seriously, I could have just married some first American who marches to our city. But usually it's like he would be 40 years older than me. Not a lot of choices, right? Right. So it was not an option. I was like, there's no way I would rather die, right? (laughs) So then my second option was really sell somebody on benefits having me. And I started working every summer as a translator. And I remember one of my groups, first groups who I translated, he was a professor from a college and I started talking to him about how cool I am and how ambitious I am, how I have like two businesses under the table because it's still illegal in Soviet Union. And he's like, hey, we have this special international scholarship. So anyway, Sandy, I was a salesperson from the very beginning and I got out. I got a four-year scholarship and I, I came to Seattle in 1990s 
with $400 in my pocket. And I thought I was super rich. Woohoo! 400 yes. beads. I know, 400. And um, they allowed me, I, I was able to uh, work in the, in the library, but it was limited because I was a student, you know, on gotcha, special gotcha. student visa. So I made $5 an hour and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so rich. It was like, um, what my parents, yeah, it's what my parents made a week, both of yeah. them. Five dollars a week. I made it an Ugh. hour. Ugh. So I was powerful. I hustled. I cleaned people's houses. I figured out there's so many people will take seven, eight bathrooms. They need me. So I <laughs> I worked very, very hard. And you know, as soon as I figure out other things, um, I invested in real estate. And so I created my own million dollar portfolio, had rentals, and then got married, stayed. Wait a minute, Seattle. wait a minute. Back up, back up. Yes. I did not know that. Hold on, hold on. So I got a bunch of questions before you move on. How did your yes. family feel about you coming over here? Well, uh, such a great question. You see, again, um, even now when I'm working with women, we have this sickness of listening to our mothers. Even when you and I are growing up women, we still listen to our mommies. And I understand that connection, but we need to rise above that. And so I remember I was in my early, early 20s, and I was supposed to be married and have children. It's a, it's a Russian way. And I already had my bachelor degree. I was a teacher of English as second language. And I remember I told my mom, Mom, guess what? I'm that close to get out of here. And I bring you, as soon as I get on my feet, you know, girl, I'm bringing you with me. And she's like, what? First of all, you don't need another education, Olga. Like, are you kidding me? Secondly, you're like gonna be like old maid, like no children. <laughs> like, I'm really, really worried about you. And I was like, I'm just my in my twenties. But my dad, Sandy, he was a quiet, very kind, very, very introverted guy. He whispered and he said, "Oh my gosh." I always believed in you. You go and then bring me with you, okay? So I got his blessings. And my mom, if I listened to my mom, I would stay. She was absolutely, like, horrified. Like, where are you going? Are you crazy? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was really interesting. And I came uh, with $400. And I fell in love with America from the very beginning. And, again, I don't, I kind of understand why people complain about America not being good enough. But for me, it's my first love. Yeah. I fell in love from the very beginning, and um, I'm so grateful. Love, well, love you know everything. What? No, no, nobody's perfect. You're right, but yeah, we, I love, obviously I love we this have country. ups and downs. Yeah, we have ups yeah. and downs, but there's lots to love. All right, so now going forward a little bit, the real estate and investing. I mean, come on, like where did you come up with that? Were you always thinking you were going to be an entrepreneur? Were you always good with money? Because you know that's not an obvious thing there. Yes, you know, um, so just take you back. Imagine life in Soviet Union. It's a very communist country. Uh, we're building communist means that 10 years, 1980. 1980 was supposed to be a first country on earth with communism. Means I go to the grocery store, I open the door, it's everything free. But I have such a high consciousness, I only pick up one can of soup. Because it's enough for me for today and tomorrow there will be more soup. And so there's no money, there's no currency. But when I go to work, everybody works 10, 12 hours because we are communist society. So we believed in that stuff for a while, which was utopia, right? And yeah. so um, I looked at my good parents. To me. Yeah, but you see, it's uh, it sounds great on paper, but there's no country right now. We tried so many times. Soviet Union, you know, North Korea. We tried that. Cuba. 
And people have to wake up and say, yeah, it sounds good on the paper, but it doesn't work. We have tried thousands yeah. of times, right? So mm -hmm. um, I knew that something is fishy. My parents worked 10, 12 hours. My dad wanted to buy a car and never ever could afford because you have to work for 20 years and save every penny before you can afford to buy a car. So I knew it's something like something really weird. Anyway, I learned Sandy, mm. very, very early that some people have really nice clothes. So I started asking them, where do you have these jeans from? Like, these pants look different on you. Like, And uh, they were like, well, there's this black market. You get up at 4 a.m. and you take a bus and then you have a password. So anyway, I figured out that you can go to the black market outside, cold, minus 25 degrees Celsius. And with the flashlight, you say, hey, what do you have? And they say, what do you have? What do you want? So anyway, I started hustling since I was in high school. I sold uh, feminine products. I sold jeans. I sold lipsticks. So I knew from the very beginning, and this is the true story for all women in the world. When we make money, Sandy, it's such a beautiful energy. You can feel it. When you make a profit, when you make money, that gives you healthy energy. And I knew that the profit, the word profit was prohibited. I was not allowed to tell. Profit was only for greedy capitalists in America. But we, Soviet Union citizens, were not supposed to say the word profit. But I knew that profit was the sweetest word on earth. When I had my profit, I had my cash. I paid for my mom ticket to go and visit my brother who was in army, Russian army, against yeah. his will. It was a draft, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I learned from the very beginning. Money opens the door. Opens the door to the possibilities. And this is what every woman is to wake up and start making money right now. Okay, wait a minute. So I have so many fascinating questions here because this is an incredible story, Olga. And we've talked several times and there's so many things I didn't know. So you invested in real estate and you made your own money there. And then you got married after that, correct? Well, no, I made it before. I married um, a um, nice, very quiet guy who was just like my dad. I thought he was so quiet and introverted and so peaceful. And I was like, oh my gosh, just like my dad. My dad was an angel. But um, also, it's interesting. I came with this, um, another disclosure I want to say, you know, I love American man. Like I see so much goodness in American man and they are beaten up lately. They are getting beaten up for being too masculine, too this, too that. But I grew up, again, just to give uh, our ladies an idea. Imagine walking every day on the street because we didn't have a car. I walked a lot. And if you're cute and skinny and attractive women, uh, women oh, a girl or a woman, yeah, um, they talk to you like animals. Like um, They will say, hey, sheep or cow, do you want to come over and um, have a good time with me? It's, it's just how a man in Russia treated us. Aww. You know, you go to the doctor, and if it's male doctor, there's norm that he will touch you, not appropriate. And he, he cannot say Ugh. anything. You know, stuff like yeah. that was everywhere. So anyway, I got married to this very, very quiet guy who had, unfortunately, Sandy, um, severe anger problems, really mm. severe. And so I believe that, first of all, he didn't smoke and didn't drink. That was good enough for me. My standards was he was quiet and peaceful. And he didn't drink, he didn't smoke, because everybody who I knew in Russia smoked and drank. Like my dad was an exception. Gotcha. Um, he was the only guy who didn't smoke and didn't drink. So he, I was very lucky to have a different father. 
So yeah, my standards were very low, talking about mindset, right? Talking about bringing that gotcha. old mentality unlimited. And so I had four children with this gentleman who I married, and I was married for 18 years. But I had to get out because it was super mm. unhealthy for me. Yeah, it's a part of my midlife crisis where I knew that this is time to stand up for yourself. It's, it's not a very strong message. Never ever give up your standards, you know? Yeah. For another person who you feel like we sometimes justify or excuse their behavior because we are good people, Sandy. I see this all the time. We're so affectionate, so forgiving, so kind. They look, oh, well, he grew up in a very abusive household. That's why he's so angry. Yeah. But yeah, yeah you're right. Learn a lesson. Yeah, learn a lesson. Yeah. Well, you know what you said there, though? You said midlife crisis, and I think midlife enlightenment. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, we're done here. And there is a big difference, Olga, between, I always tell people this, being empathetic or being compassionate and understanding why they're like, you know, they are. But that doesn't mean you want to be around it. And there's a huge difference, right? You can send love from a distance. You don't have to be in it. So I'm so proud of you for doing that. And then... You met your husband right now, correct? Yes, um, I, I was. Um, I married second time, and um, now I, I knew better. And um, it was beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful romantic story. I, I was very honest and open with him. I said, I have four children. I'm a single mom with four children. And again, look, I want to emphasize this to every woman. For me, it was hard to leave. I wanted to be married. My mom was married for 46 years. My grandmother was married for 55 years. Of course, I had to go through a lot of guilt because marriage yep. was one of part of my legacy. I want to be married for life. So that's why it's yep. very hard. But I want to tell you that um, that guilt and shame was there, but it didn't really... It's what I teach women right now. It's so important to drop it immediately. I, I think I carried it for too long. But my second husband, I was very open with him from the very beginning. I said, I have four children. I'm a single mom. And he was uh, so crazy about me. He said, oh, I would marry you with 44 children. So it was not oh a problem. Oh, my goodness. But again, emphasis on the fact that I was, I was able to leave really, really unhealthy relationship emotionally and physically at the end. Sandy, it's so important because I had my passive income, because I had a fat savings account, Sandy. Ooh. I didn't have to work for many years. I homeschooled yeah. my kids. So I was a single mom with four kids, but I was not wealthy, but I was very financially stable. And this is my goal for every woman, whether you are... It doesn't. I'm not telling, oh, make money and leave your relationship, but... This money, no, no, the I energy, hear you. I hear you. yeah, yeah, Cindy. Yeah. That money, that status, that yeah. that energy, money is energy will give you opportunity. Whatever it is, living yes. toxic relationship or going forward, yeah. uh, creating more memories and creating more experiences. Yeah, it gives you the independence. That's all. It gives you that independence to go forth. So, Olga, I know we're going to have a million questions. They're going to hit me with, "How did you meet your husband with four kids?" How did you do that? Uh, so it's a great question. I had a Russian friend who uh, visited us, and um, she loved America. It was her first time, and she couldn't believe how guys were polite. She's like, I can go outside 
wearing my mini skirt and nobody dares to call me sheep or cow or she was so impressed like oh American men are so polite and everybody's oh so handsome God. and nobody smokes and nobody I mean I saw myself and her 20 years before right gotcha and so she's like my visa is only for six months please can we just go around and kind of like can we just meet a decent guy? So, you know me, I'm very business-like. I was like, okay, we have a goal. We have six months. Let's put business plan together. So I put her on Match.com. Yeah, I put her on Match.com. True story. Oh, and oh. I was driving her around. I was her chaperone. And I would go sometimes on the dates and translate for her. And, I mean, I can write a book. Cindy, I would go to this restaurant. And the guy like, who are you? I was like, okay, ignore me. I'm just going to translate. This is Lena. Um, you can talk to her. Um, just imagine, like, pretend I'm not here. So I was sitting there in the corner and translating everything. And sometimes okay. guys was like, well, I don't mind to have two girls at the same time. I was yeah, like, excuse me, you are out. So it was a criteria. If he would just, like, suggest <laughs> something, I was like, Lena, you don't understand English, but um, we are out. Bad, bad guy. Bad, bad match. So anyway, oh. to make the story short, we met uh, my future husband's friend. His co-worker, we met him, and uh, it didn't work out between him and Lena, but um, he, we had now a mutual friend who was um, my future husband. So, mm. um, sorry, Lena. Lena didn't meet her American husband, but before she left, a beautiful story, because now we knew, like, at the end of this journey, uh, after her, like, almost five months, she met a Russian-American that was ideal oh. because Sandy, then I didn't have to translate for them anymore. It was, like, <laughs> it was my break. <laughs> he was an American citizen who spoke Russian. I was like, God has yeah. a sense of humor. I was like, thank you. Thank you. I don't have to do this. But it was funny. I was a chaperone for a while. It was funny. I was a driver and I drove her and I translated. It was just like a full-time job. <laughs> Oh my God. I love that story. First of all, it's a reality show. I could just see you sitting there going, now well, he's out. We're out. Like, oh my God. And oh, Sandy, I know we, like maybe, remind me, I, I promised Lena, she's now here in the Seattle area. I told her we need to write a book. You know, we need to write a book for especially women over 40 who want to meet a guy. Because I, yes. like if somebody told me, like I'll tell you this one joke. There was a guy, he was an uh, engineer. So I pre-screened them. Like, they were all good guys oh with good gosh. education. Some status. It was not just a guy from the nightclub. It was a guy with education, with good salary. So there was a gentleman from Boeing. So he was an engineer from Boeing. Very established corporation mm -hmm. in Seattle. So I was like, yeah, yeah, good good guys. So he met all the criteria. So we meet him at the restaurant, three, two of us. And the first thing, he looks at my fingernails and her fingernails and says, what's up with your fingernails, girls? I love girls with long fingernails. It's sexy. What's up? So the first thing, his criteria was that our fingernails was not good for him. Not enough. So it's how it's, it's we met those guys wow. for a while. Yeah, true story. Imagine women who are insecure, who uh, want just to really meet somebody like lonely imagine meeting those jerks yeah with yeah. this really weird standards and values I, I was shocked i was absolutely shocked so like i know your big thing is helping women to make money but you could also be like a dating service it would be well, so cool. yeah uh, so true story i shared this story with um on one of the podcasts and i got a text from a lady in seattle and she said it's very important to me. I want to start dating again. Can, I know you're not a dating coach, but can you just pretend I'm your friend, Lena? 
And so she offered me a very good cash payment, true story. And I have to tell you that I took her to Starbucks. And yes, I can be a dating coach, Sandy. Thank you very much for mentioning this. True story, I'll just tell the women, if you are looking for a guy right now, I don't know what masks is a different story before masks. I took her to uh, Starbucks, a really, really good zip code. So you figure out the best zip codes in your area. It has to be, you know, high, good zip code. You go yeah. to Starbucks in that area and you hang out there and you open, you smile, you you, you flirt in a healthy way. You smile, you say, yeah. good morning, um, how's your day going? And so yeah. I got her a couple of dates just doing that. But unfortunately for me, guys were asking for my phone number. It's how friendly I was. Yeah. I took her to the gym and I have to tell you very quickly, the best place, I don't know now, again, with masks is different, but the best place where she met the best quality of guys, it was Nordstrom department, man department, suits and um, shorts. Yeah, dre dressy shorts and suits. You go there, you hang out and you're like, hey, excuse me, I'm, I'm looking for a gift for my brother. Any ideas? And you open up and you smile and you feel his energy. We got her like three really decent dates with single guys. <laughs> true, true story. True story, Sandy. So yes, I can be a date, dating coach. Absolutely. Oh, first of all, all my single friends, I could just see the rush because you could still do it with masks. You'll be going to Nordstrom's. And I know, you have, Sandy, it's so easy. You have to be, because guys are scared of us, you know? American yeah, you guys just have to be are scared. Friendly. Yeah, yeah you, like you said, remember your story, your fascinating story. You go to the coffee shop and the guy, like, whoa, I'm married, remember? Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. don't you worry, I'm, my husband will like that too. But um, you, you're going to pre-screen them. You're like, hey, um, it's not for my boyfriend as well. You're like, hey, it's for my brother. And because I and you say, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a husband. So I'm kind of like a little bit behind. Could you please help me, educate me about what's cool right now? Like what kind of shirt? Is it pink? Is it purple? Is it true? Yeah. And the guy like, well, I don't know. Usually my wife buys it from me. And I'm like, okay, out. <laughs> Next. <laughs> And then yeah, the guy like, right. yeah, I hear you. I buy these shirts for me. I don't have a wife or girlfriend, so I, I, I can help you. Bingo, good guy. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I so believe in this. It's timing is everything. Right place, right time. I mean, I love that. Like, I can just see. I know people that you know, I've gone to the library and have met people because they know they like books, but you don't think of that. You think of everything is on the dating site. Not that it doesn't work, but oh my God. I, and you know, I, this lady who she ended up, I, I think she was engaged last time I talked to her. She loved police officers. She had this, some attraction to the uniforms. So Starbucks is a perfect place because they are always there early in the morning. And you come to them and you smile and say, um, just want to take uh, a minute and thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. And the guys immediately like, really? Are you kidding me? Can I have your phone number? I mean, if they single officers, they're 100% responsive. So we got her a couple of really good dates there. I'm telling you, ladies, there's absolutely no reason for you to be lonely. Wake yeah. up. Okay? I, I'm glad you said that because I know a lot of people that are amazing and wonderful and single or divorced and have kids. And they're so worried about meeting people, you know, now that they have kids. But there you are with four kids. Oh, Sandy, I, I'm telling you, um, we are very lucky in America. I am Russian-American. We're very lucky. We have a good quality man. 
Stop yeah. believing in some propaganda. Go and meet them. They are looking for you right now. But men are shy. You know, they're yeah. shy. We need to, we need to, um, we're not attracting, this is my spiel. Attract, so decide what you want and attract a man of your choice. Period. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 The, the, I'm not telling you go and meet every guy who is just like flirts with you on Starbucks. No. Decide what you want. Like she wanted, um, you know, educated man in a uniform. So where do you go? You go to Starbucks. I told her, you know, we can grab a couple of kids and go to fire station for the tour. It's another thing if you want a firefighter. They all move masculine and sexy. Oh so, I mean, God. I can go on and on. There's so many ways to meet a guy of your choice. Yeah, I get it. And firemen are hot, Olga, that's for sure. Oh, my right. gosh. Yes. Yeah. So here we got, we're, before we wrap up, there's so many fun things we could talk about. This is just a who, but I have a couple questions for you. I always ask people to send me in their questions according to the guest expertise. And the one thing they want to know, as far as making money, they see so many opportunities, make money, make money from your home, make money without, you know, residual money, make money, you know, passive income. How can you sift through all that and know it's not a scam? Yes, Sandy. So number one, I would start in what I teach. One sentence, and it's a million. It's a million dollar sentence. Start again. Get to know yourself. Right now, we're self-aware. We know exactly what we want. We like totally awake. And now, what was your experience? Especially at midlife, we all have priceless experience. I know you were. Um, or maybe still the owner of fitness club. So for you, Sandy, you can put a course, how to jumpstart and have a successful fitness mm. club profitable within six months. So those who want to find start their own fitness studio, they will come and, and buy your course. So number one, you don't go outside of your expertise. Stay gotcha. and sell me. Sell me something uh, based on your life experience and your expertise. Mm -hmm. Sell that. So, but like, you know what I'm saying? Do you ever see those people wanting you to do this, do that, make money instantly? You're saying, don't think about that. Stay no, I say, yeah. Yeah, I say, Sandy, become your own boss. Become gotcha. your own midlife boss, your own CEO. Don't go outside. So stop giving power away. Um, I don't want you I to gotcha. go and get another job. I don't want you to get another hustle with somebody else. Start with yourself. Claim that power you always had. Share your, like you said, hobby at the beginning of the interview. Monetize yeah. your hobby, whatever it is, monetize it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you say that you can create a fun, prosperous business in six months. Why six months, Olga? Yeah, so Sandy, of course, for some people, honestly, it can be faster, maybe three months. But the biggest obstacle is our own head right a lot of women are not ready psychologically who am i to sell who am yeah. i nobody will come nobody will and so that takes probably a month or two just to create that a million dollar mindset before gotcha. i'll teach you seriously business plan marketing plan how you can monetize your expertise but psychological um yeah that that disease i call this sandy all of us we have non-enoughness. Oh, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. Not yep, good enough, yep. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the number one thing that you start with with someone to build their confidence and to know that they're worthy? What would you tell someone that says, listen, I, like I just had a young man who came to me and said, you know, 
he used to own his own health club. And it was so much easier because he was selling his health club, not himself. All right, you understand that. Uh-huh. Now with what's going on, health club business isn't doing so great. He had become, well, he was a private trainer and now he's selling himself and it's hard, you know, same thing for women. But this guy's like, now I have to ask people for money. Like, and he said, I'm shy. Like I always want to get somebody else to ask for money. Like, what's that one thing that you tell people? Yeah, Sandy, um, it's kind of easy if we really um, understand it all starts within, right? So instead of going outside, well, maybe that person will kind of help me with the business. Go inward. The first month, the first two months, go inward. So now you're self-aware. So you're awake. I want you to be awake. You cannot find the answers to your dilemmas if you have a sleep. So now every hour you're awake, like, where am I? Why am I here? Seriously, like, Mm. why are you in this house? Is it your environment? No, it's not my environment. Okay, why are you here? Well, it's a habit. Okay, so this is number one. Number two is based on that now, answer the question, what do you want? Seriously, what does Sandy want? Not because Sandy as a mom, not Sandy mom. What is Sandy's soul? What is your heart desire? This is number one. Go inward and connect with heart desire. So this gentleman who used to be a fitness club owner of course there's a lot of grief there with online of this um you know probably lost a lot of money i understand that but it's a good opportunity to go inward and say is there something else he always wanted maybe it's not fitness related at all or maybe it is fitness and maybe you're the next online fitness incredible guy who i'm gonna watch every morning and get my muscles back you know because of you yeah yeah that's that's good i like that Olga, this has been so great. I've even gone over, Tom, I could talk to you forever. Your stories are just fascinating and entertaining. Plus, I love the tips that you have for everybody. But we got to move until rapid fire. You ready for rapid fire, Olga? Yes. Yes, ma'am. All right. So here we go. Favorite color? Pink. Okay, pink. Favorite food? Oh my gosh, anything organic, any produce, fruits, vegetables, can eat all day. Really? Okay. Do you have a show that you love watching on Netflix or Hulu? I don't watch, I'm so intentional with my time. I don't watch anything exception uh, Blue Bloods, just because it resonates with the family values, resonates with me, and Shark Tank. I'm entrepreneur. I, I just, yep. I love Shark Tank because I learn so much. It stimulates my brain. Yeah, yeah, I love Shark Tank too. What would your favorite day look like from beginning to end? What are your favorite days? Because now, yeah, because now I'm so self-aware. I love spending time with Olga. Olga's soul, my my new, my I am and me, Sandy, it's funny, it's whimsical, it's sexy, it's playful. And I was such a serious stiff person for so many years i'm so fascinated with this new olga love spending um quite quiet mornings with olga love it oh so you would say what's changed is just being by yourself and enjoying it a lot more it's really getting to know yourself yeah. because there's this beautiful soul trapped in my body right and now yeah. the soul can be so big and so so powerful and so playful and effortless that my body my little body inside my soul <laughs> and so that's like a new new dimension like yeah. new consciousness for me i was like yeah. okay I, I want to see more of that gotcha all right what what's one of your favorite hobbies i am super curious 
I want to know everything about you, your family, all women I work with. I'm not nosy. I know mm -hmm. my boundaries, but I'm curious. It's like, tell me more. Tell me more. Gotcha. Love, love, love people. Gotcha. Okay. What's something you could tell us about you that most people may not know? Oh, I have a funny true story. I have been kissed by one of our American presidents on my cheek three times. And I was so excited. And I told my girlfriends and they told me, don't you dare to wash your face. So I didn't wash my face for three days. Well, who is it? Well, I, I'm not going to say it only because, Cindy, when I used to say it, people like, oh, my gosh, you have a bad taste because it was a fundraising. So then you understand my political views and people like, oh, I'm disappointed. Okay. So good you will enough, disappoint. Yeah, you will disappoint 50% of the population when I say it. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Very good, Olga. Huh? Okay, so here you are. You're out and about on your day. You're not worried about where you can go. What is one of your favorite places to go? Is it going to be Starbucks or Nordstrom or somewhere else? What would you like to do? Where would you go? I, um, well, I do have a happy place. It's, it's like, believe it or not, it's inward. I go inward. I sit there in my corner. I listen to my intuition. It's the most happiest place. And it's available to me 24-7. But if we're talking about geography, you know, yeah. I'm so blessed. It's only four hours. I can get in my car push the gas and go four hours straight and I will be on the beach, the most, the cleanest, the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful beaches with the most beautiful shells and fish in the world. It's Mexico Ooh. and it's only four hours from my house. Wow. And that's this awesome. is like, wow, it's a paradise. Yeah, that's paradise. All right. When I say the word universe, Olga, what does it mean to you? Universe. Uh, universe got my back, my friend. Ooh, I like that. All right, Olga, we got to go, girlfriend. But before we do, how can they reach you? How can they find you? Give us all the good stuff. Well, I am on Facebook a lot. Just type Midlife Boss. And okay. I have a Facebook group. I invite you to join us, Midlife Boss Facebook group. Gotcha. It's very intimate. And now I'm starting my uh, podcast. I just want to be like you, Sandy. I want to have no. a podcast just like you. And <laughs> I start my YouTube channel. So later you will see me there. But before cool. I go, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you, Sandy. You're one of women I honestly admire. And I don't exaggerate. Uh, there is a group of women I surrounded myself. And sometimes I don't see you. I don't hear about you. But when you come back, it's like we knew each other for years. And this is... This is how I know that you're real and you're one of those um, high value, high value humans in my life. So thank you very much. Oh, okay. You're welcome. And I wish you much success, my dear friend. And my positive power ladies, come on. Has this been fun? Has this been inspiring? Make sure you send it to your friends and share it and like it. And women supporting women, oh, there's nothing like it. Until next time, you know what I'm going to say. Toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share it with a friend who you think would love it. Also, don't forget to check out Sandy on Patreon. 
Well, hello there, and thanks for listening. I'm so excited to offer some amazing new content and discounts on my Patreon. That's right, new to Patreon. And starting as little as $3 a month, you can access exclusive podcast episodes, one-on-one calls, and major discounts on my six-week reset program. Visit patreon.com slash Sandy J. Weston to get started.